Welcome to the Airmail Podcast. Airmail is an e-card platform where you can set your thoughts free via email. My name is Mel and I am the owner of Airmail e-cards and the host of this podcast. You will find all of our podcasts to be just as uninhibited as our cards. So pull up a virtual chair and join in. It is truly my pleasure to welcome these ladies to the podcast. Each lady is a representative of the 50s, 60s, and 70s decades. These ladies will give some insight as to how things have evolved for them through the decades. Get ready, listeners. You may learn a thing or two. Our first panelist is Shirley. Shirley was born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama, and is 74 years old. She has three children, Larry, Jacqueline, and Elizabeth as well as two beautiful granddaughters, Madison and Jasmine. Shirley has lived in Joliet for 52 years. She received a BS from Miles College in 1970 and an MA in Urban Education in 1974 from Governor State University. Shirley retired from the Joliet school system in 2008 with 38 years of teaching experience and has been a teacher mentor for the past 14 years in Joliet District 86. Aside from her love of God, Shirley loves shopping and traveling. Welcome, Shirley. Our next panelist is Robin. Let me tell you what she does. Robin is an educator and human service professional. She is a 65-year-old native of Chicago who attended Spelman College and Governor State University. Robin spent the last 35 years as a nonprofit organization leader college administrator and teacher. Robin is a life coach and finds her greatest satisfaction when she empowers others to realize their higher selves. Now, let me tell you who Robin is. Robin enjoys taking deep dives into the wonders and complexities of life. She uses astrology to help make sense out of our behavior and life challenges. She loves to laugh, have meaningful cries and celebrate life achievements. Robin is a proud foodie who enjoys walking, nature, movies with happy endings, and time with family and friends, to name a few. Welcome, Robin. Our final panelist is Jennifer. Jen lives in Alabama and is married to the love of her life, Dwayne. Jen has one adult son, JJ, two stepdaughters, Erica and Amelia, and one heavenly stepdaughter, Jessie. She also has three granddaughters and one grandson. Jen attended Stillman College and majored in computer science. She is a member of Delta Sigma Theta sorority. Jen appreciates the simple things in life. She loves God, her family, and her friends. In her spare time, Jen loves to spend time with her bestie and sweetheart, Dwayne. Welcome, Jen. Welcome to the Airmail Podcast, ladies. This is a good podcast for younger women to catch a glimpse of what is to come, for men to understand what to expect from seasoned ladies, and for women to better understand each other. Our panelists represent diverse backgrounds, regions, and decades. Get ready, audience, for an interesting podcast. Let the fun begin. Ladies, let's start with friendship. So at this point in your life, are you open to new friendships or are you more comfortable being around people who truly know you? And we're going to begin with Jen. Oh, no. 
you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, I, um, I think my people who truly know me, I trust more people that truly know me, really. Um, you know, make friends, but it's, um, I think it's people who truly know me. Okay. Robin, you want to chime in? Sure. Um, I am definitely open to new friendships um, and new, I enjoy people, first of all. So I learn a lot from people. So meeting new people provides me new experiences, new encounters, new things I can do, new things I can learn, new energies I pick up and understanding that I gain. So yes, though I'm comfortable, um, like Jan said, with people that I know, I am open to knowing new people. Okay, and Shirley? I'm gonna sort of feed off Jennifer and Robin and I agree that I'm, I'm comfortable with friends that I already know, but I am open to new friendships. I feel that, you know, when you let new friendships in your life, it can become all a little more fulfilling. And sometimes good friendship leads to greater uh, health and happiness. And sometimes you think about the quality over the quantity when it comes to friendships. So I'm definitely open. Okay. All right, well, let's delve into relationships, ladies. Whether we are talking about marriage or partnerships, what do you want in a relationship? What specific things are you looking for and what are you simply not going to put up with? And how has this viewpoint changed over the years? And we'll begin with you, Robin. Okay, marriage or partnerships or any type of relationships. Uh, two of the main things that I look for is honesty and, uh, and being authentic, so authenticity. Um, I think that those two things for me are the basis of any good relationship, whether it's in your family, whether it's with a partner, whether it's with people at work. Um, so any relationship to me, those are two important ingredients. Um, some of the things that I think, and they, it also sustains relationships in my opinion. Um, I think that relationships evolve through communication. So that is definitely another factor that is a must. It's a two-way street and communication is the essence of, of a relationship blooming. Without communication, it's pretty doomed. It's gonna be pretty dull too. So I think communication definitely boosts any factor or any type of relationship that I'm in. Something well, that too, I Robin. think <laughs> I will not tolerate, that's like a big no, is one is a liar mm -hmm. and, and someone who does not communicate. Um, the older I've gotten, I know how to discern and I discern quickly now. So I move on a lot faster. I don't waste time. If I can see that you don't communicate and that's a friend or anybody, I, I, I'm just hands off. We can't go Because we don't have time to waste. We don't have time to waste. What Time is precious. Okay. Um, Jen? 
Well, I think in a marriage, because uh, now I, I was married. Now I'm in my second marriage. I learned from the first one what not to do in the second marriage. What not to do. And he's more my soulmate and my more my best friend. And I think we get to the second marriage of um, learn. You know, we well we knew each other. When we were 17, but we just reconnected mm-hmm. and don't try to change each other. That's true. Or anything. Don't try to say, well, you need to do this, you need to do that. And, and um, I think as most, also, I will say, in a, in a marriage, uh, it's three people. It's first God and husband and wife. If you don't have God in the relationship, it's not, it's not going to go nowhere. You could kind of, you know, forget that part. They are, to me, uh, you both have that both believing on and have that understanding and everything. And so that's one one thing. And I what I don't like is um don't tell anybody who would who would who would cheat on me or something. Mm-hmm. Uh one thing my mama always told me, if he did it to you once, he's gonna do it to you again. Don't backtrack. Amen to that. So I learned that. And that was great advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shirley? Okay. I would say um, being in a relationship now with a friend, uh, I sort of look for red flags, you know? I think I went into a relationship now from being previous married for so many years. And so I kind of stayed ready to see what kind of red flags I might get. But as far as uh, a decent relationship, Personally, now I'm looking for, number one, open communication. I'm looking for trust. I'm looking for someone that's, I would say, sort of mutual intimacy, you know, and um, things that I would, and a little security. What I won't accept anymore is disrespect and lack of trust, and I definitely won't uh, accept controlling behaviors and someone that lies and has a cocky attitude. <laughs> I think you summed it up, Shirley. I think you said a lot there, <laughs> Shirley. They have a great deal of experience, I lady. hear you. I hear and with you. that comes wisdom. Yes, indeed. Thank God. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's why we're here sharing. Okay. <laughs> okay. So tell me, what do you desire most in life at this point? And what do you desire least? And Shirley, we're beginning with you. Okay. What do I desire most in life? Yes. Is health and family and my independence. Okay. What I do desire least is uh, anger, hatred, and sadness. Okay. Okay. Robin? I like those points. I like those points. Yeah, they're good. For sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to add health because that is, uh, especially at my age and our age, you know, yeah. health is the essence of whew, everything. But well, what ladies, I, just I wanted to, 
interject mm -hmm. wealth, but I know I, I, yeah. I just have to leave that alone. <laughs> no, you can say it, Shirley. Go for it. <laughs> Speaking into existence. That's right. That's right. Um, I desire uh, peace of mind. That is really, really, really big for me um, because I, I'm, I'm pretty wired in terms of uh, I'm very passionate about certain things in life and certain topics and certain things that, you know, just hit my core, especially mm -hmm. things that are happening in the community um, mm -hmm. that just in this lifetime, that is just where I am most passionate. Um, so when I'm done with that type of work, that type of intense um, wanting to solve things and being a part of solutions in the community or any environment that I'm in, um, I need to rest, you know, I need to come off of that fast lane and I need to just breathe and just let everything go. Um, so peace of mind is really, really important to me as well as a sense of joy and happiness because right. I love to laugh, I you do. know, as intense as I am or passionate as I am and as, as, woof, as fiery as I can get, I like to bring it all down and just have a good time, laugh have a lot of good spirits around me and um, a, a sense of community and um, just a whole lot of love. You know, I really mm -hmm. desire love to be around me because um, it, it fulfills me. So what I least desire is wasting time. Ooh. I do not like wasting time. I don't like people that waste my time and I don't like doing things that waste my time. So let's put an exclamation point on that. Work. Let's mm -hmm. let, let's go to a work situation mm -hmm. where you're being told to do some things and you just know that does not make any doggone sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, it goes against every grain in me <laughs> to do something that I already know is a waste of time, right? So um, yeah, I, I, I have to deal with that quite a bit. All of my work career, I've had to deal with that, um, how... I, I, I bridle that, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you're in a team, so you do have to do things that others want to do, and then you have to wait until it falls apart, and then you have to pick up the pieces. <laughs> so, but yeah, wasting time is something I least desire. Okay. Jen? Uh -huh. Yes, what do you desire most in life at this point, and what do you least desire? Well, I desire, like, um, like with my marriage of being love and everything. It's, it's little things to me that I always tell my, my husband, you know, like when you open the door for me, I'll, you know, do gentleman things, and I desire that, just feeling love, like, like you know, and he does make me feel love that I am, you know, Purdy and everything, and so um, therefore, and well, at least design, you know, I don't like any, um, or, well, you know, I like a content house, even if I don't have, we don't have the TV on or anything, not yelling or anything, like if I, if I need to ask him something, just go to him, not yell and everything. Um, I think that's about, about it. <laughs> Okay. Mm -hmm. So ladies, if you could have a do-over, what do you wish you um, 
hadn't done and what do you still want to do? Rob it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even share what I really would like to share on the podcast. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna digress from what I would say in private. Um, I, but I, what I would do over is um, I would, in college, I went to Spelman, but anyway, I would have majored in something different than what I majored in. Um, and I would have taken a different career path slightly. Um, so yeah, I, my dad died at that time. So I was really a little lost when I was in college. So I just kind of just needed to finish, you know, I didn't do as much planning as I would have liked to. And I would have been more involved in um, uh, college activities and stuff like that. That's about the only thing that I can think of that I would really do over. I, I kind of live my life and pretty much always has. I, my parents used to tell me this. I, I don't have regrets very many at all because I, yeah, if I figured I did it, then I just did it. And, you know, if it was something that I shouldn't have done, then I asked for forgiveness or I asked them to tell someone I'm sorry and, you know, and move on from there. So I don't, I really don't have a lot of regrets that I, I mean, none come to mind. Well, I would have done something else different, but even still with that, it's not a regret. I just would have done it different. Um, what do I still want to do? Yes, ma'am. You know, I still want to, I know this sounds cheesy or whatever, but it's just me. I really want to be part of, of world change. I mean, I, you all don't know. I, I, I have sleepless nights at, on occasion, not many, um, mm -hmm. thinking about how we can make things better in the world, in our communities, in our country and things like that. So um, I would like to witness some real systemic changes in our country and feel that I'm a part of it. That's great. Uh, well, Jen, would you like to um, chime in? my parents then see some my sister 
is deceased. And I have one sibling that's a lot that's living. I think I did everything possible. But uh, my parents and my sister while they were living, so I would not have any regrets. So don't want to sit around and say, oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done this. No. No. I don't want to live with any regrets. I, and at the end of the day, I think, okay, did I say anything wrong to anybody? <laughs> You know, it's like, I always think about that because I, you know, I keep deep thoughts of, okay, if something happened, if I don't wake up, did I not say something to someone that I love them or anything, you know, so I think I, it's not really, you know, any regrets or anything. Is there anything you still want to do? What I wanted to, uh, I can't really uh, think of the thing I want to do, um, I really, I, I think some stuff on my bucket list has, you know, been checked off, and I, I thank God first, and I thank my husband. Um, I want to go to the Mayo Clinic. We went to the Mayo Clinic. Uh, we went to Las Vegas. So it's just, you know, things that I like to just travel and just mm -hmm. like, like this weekend we're going to Rosemary Beach. Just him and I, I think I like, you know, so it was him and I go and, and disconnect and everything. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. What about you, Shirley? Well, let me just be the one to say I have a regret. My regret was that I think after I graduated college, I didn't do like they used to say, take time and smell the flowers because I, got married right after I finished college. I married too early. I think so too. I, I agree with my first marriage. That's what happened with me. I uh, I graduated in May and that December I got married. So I kind of, that part, I'm like, you got married too early. And I think sometimes you get married too early. You miss out on things, just like have your own apartment and everything. Okay, now can you hear me? I yes. said, yeah, I have regrets because I felt that when I finished college, I should have taken more time to smell the roses. I got married about a couple of months right after I finished college. I My daddy was pretty strict, so I didn't have a lot of dates. So I sort of dated the first guy that came along to ask to marry me. So I felt like if I had given myself more time to date other people, maybe I wouldn't have falling down the rabbit hole with the first young man that asked me to marry him. And it ended up not being good at all. Um, what I would do, uh, still want to do, I love to travel. And I just want to see a lot of places in the world. I've been to Costa Rica and other countries, and I enjoy that. So traveling is the top of my list right now. No more shopping, just traveling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, Cheryl, we'll see. <laughs> okay, can, um, I go off, can I go off pace for a second? Yes, you can, Robin. Okay, so we're talking about regrets. Or sometimes a regret is just what would you do differently, right? Yes. It's not, it's not necessarily a regret, but what would you do differently? So as I think about um, marriage, uh, you know, of course, you know, we grew up thinking or believing that, you know, you get married and then you have children, right? Right. 
So what comes first, the chicken or the eggs, right? So mm -hmm. if, if you're at the point where you want to have children and you're not married, then you kind of gravitate toward that person that will give you the biggest desire that you have, which at that time could be having the children. So having the children was really, or having a family or having, yeah, you know, being that woman uh, for me really became very strong. So you marry, I married and I had a child. So I can't say that I regret, I can't say for me that I regret that because we had such a great child, right? So yeah. I had to, you know, it, I really did have to put that in perspective, right? Yes. In my own head and space because that marriage did end. So fast forward, I was able to do that. I was able to do the work on myself to figure this out so it made sense so that I could be as positive and, 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 and whatever around my daughter and his daughter, right? So that we could raise her um, in, in a healthy way. Yes. And that was to say that this was important to happen so that she could come into the world. Mm -hmm. and, and I want to interject, I mean, I regret the marriage, mm -hmm. but I love my three kids. Uh-huh, sure. I and that was, right. yeah. to me, that was the best thing that came out of that marriage. Yeah. And I definitely don't have any regrets about the children. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the relationship that I shared with their father. Absolutely. And I'm, say and I'm saying the same thing you're saying, Shirley. I know that you had to work that through, right? Yeah. So that your kids could be okay. So you could be okay for your kids. Right. You know? We have to do a lot of juggling around with yeah. our experiences and how they make us feel, whether we're angry or whether we're bitter or whether we feel uh, jaded, disappointed and hurt and all those kinds of things because we have a responsibility now. Yeah. So we right. got to do something with those feelings. You know, we right. have to work through them right. and put them somewhere and call them something so that, um, you know, everybody is whole. So, and, you, and, and, you know... Um, um, I think, you know, during the time periods that we grew up, uh, parenting was uh, very important. But uh, one thing my daughter and I have talked about and worked through as um, now that she is an adult is, you know, you, yes, you were the mother, but we were women first. And it's always important to remember your womanness, your womanhood. And, and, and that should be first because we were not born mothers. Right. So even when our children leave, we're back to being women. So I think as this generation grows up, they need to acknowledge who they are and what their needs are as a woman and develop that. And that leads you into more positive things as a mother. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's true. Absolutely. Okay. So lady, it is time to spill the tea. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know if intimacy is better now or is it better when you were younger? And please tell us why. And Shirley, you're going to kick this off. <laughs> okay. For me, ladies, intimacy is better for me now. And I'm 
I, I, I'm truly enjoying it. I mean, I think when I got married, I had sex. But now in, I'm having love, you know, it's, 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 it's different when someone takes the time to make sure that, you know, you have love and not just sex. Because back in the day, it was just, I felt like it was a duty and responsibility. There was no compassion. But now, for me, girls, hey, I'm loving it. I'm Best of I'm happy for you, Shirley. I'm catching up on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Love it. Jen? <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a son and everything, but I think mean, now, you know, I'm 57, and it's a little bit more to me uh, about, yeah, I, for me, it's like the little things he does during the day to lead up to it. Yeah. It's like, okay. So it's more of love and, and passionate and everything. It's more, a little bit more, that to me is better now. You know, because then one thing you don't, you know, whether I get pregnant, because I don't get, we, mm -hmm. I don't, mm -hmm. can't get pregnant. It is a but, plus. Mm -hmm. but, you know, plus. You know, but I think uh, it's, it's, it's better now. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I have a very understanding of uh, husband and everything, you know. Because my son is a, a special need adult. So, my ex husband, now we go week on, week off. So now I'm out. So it's, he's with his dad from Thursday to Thursday. And I know when when uh, my husband got married, you know, we had to say, okay, you know, deal with it. And he loves my son. I love his girls, we have grandchildren, and everything. So to me, you know, that, that, that part there and how he loves my son, it makes me, you know, very happy. But I would say it's, it's better now than when you, when yeah. I'm like, sure, it was more the sex. You know, yeah. now it's more compassion and everything. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, Robin, what would you like to say? Okay. So, yeah, definitely, I think I'm, I'm much more intimate and sensuous now. Um, one, I understand my body. I yes. also know my worth. Yes. And I'm gentler with myself now. Mm -hmm. I'm more in touch with my feminine side. Um, things that used to upset me do not. So I understand more now. Um, I also understand men more and what they need in general. Yeah. Um, I can hear them better. Um, how they think, how they feel. Mm -hmm. um, and much of that has come through the communication that I think so highly of and sharing. And uh, honestly, I think it will only get better as time goes on. I think as long as you communicate, mm -hmm. we'll be, that's a very difficult uh, thing to, to communicate. And just, mm -hmm. just tell me how you feel. I don't want to play guessing game. So mind the game, just tell me what is going on and how you feel. Mm -hmm. so just say, okay, I got a headache, I got to feel good or whatever. Okay, just tell me, don't leave me guessing. Right. Mm -hmm. I think too, uh, Robin, when you uh, hit on knowing, knowing your body, you know, our body has transitioned a lot and there are periods and peaks even in a woman's sexuality. So there's a growth and a learning and a curve and things that are moving. 
Um, so I think it's important to have a partner that moves with you as you grow, because with intimacy, you should be growing together. You should be learning what each other needs and you should be moving the same thing you did at 20 should be changing <laughs> as you evolve in a relationship. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Right. Absolutely I mean, right. I mean, because you think about it that, you know, your body can't do the things that it did when it was 20, you know, it right. just can't. And that's just, that's just the uh, progression of uh, life of aging and, and, and everything and evolving. And, you know, your needs become different, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, a lot simpler you know, those small things become really big, you know, and, um, you know, someone saying kind words to you just can make you melt. I mean, you're just like, oh, wow, you know, how, how wonderful that is and how sweet that is. And, and, you know, so it's, um, it's just interesting. And Mel, you know me pretty good. So, you know, I'm, I'm changing a lot. (laughs) So, and you know much and, and you know for us you know when they say men peak in their 20s and women start peaking in their 40s you know sexuality was elevated so you know it's just a transition i know everyone thinks the 20s oh that's when everything is going on but you know you have to really you know look at the two and uh sex is an evolution and intimacy is an evolution so uh, what you started with, you certainly don't want to end up with, and yeah. you have to grow as the as he changes, and he has to acknowledge how you're changing, and you know it just has to be some give and take in that. I mean, because there's a lot of transition, and um, it's not always that you know we were at we were not at our height in our twenties. So, ladies who are out there that are, are haven't reached the forties, you have something to look forward to. Absolutely. Uh, all right. I would um, like for all of you to share a word of wisdom for the young ladies before we close. And I would like to begin with Jen. You got to see how I look at it. Words of wisdom. Uh, I think um, having a a relationship with God, I I think I'm so much in that because that relationship, you know, that, you know, and relationship with God. And I think I just go back to what my mama said, don't backtrack. I guess what's a man, she said, you know, if he did to you once, he's going to do it to you again. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's, I think that has stuck in my mm-hmm. mind, you know, and everything. So, um, you know, worse and take time for yourself and everything, you know. And, uh, but to me, it's, you know, if you find someone like, if he, like the words of, that he says, what he says, you know, if he says you're beautiful, you're pretty and everything. Um, but I think for me, Mo, it's, it's the relationship with God. But I know if young people now is not quite looking for that, they don't quite understand that part. They want to do things their way. And sometimes if they listen to the, you know, to a, person that's wise or older, maybe they will learn a little bit more. But I know that they might not. They might think, oh, I can do anything. You know. So I think that's it. 
Since you said that, Jen, I just want to jump in for a second. I I think sometimes what people miss in in a marriage in particular is that God is first. Yes. Right. And and after that, it is your spouse. It is not your children. You did not right. marry your children. Right. <laughs> so your 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 responsibility should be to your spouse first and then to your children after that. I think you can, if you mix that up, I think you'll end up with a mess. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think, right. Right, I think you end up with the, um, your husband manage your children and everything, so it really doesn't end right. I, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Robin. Um, I would say, let's see, something I would leave with uh, younger sisters is, um, to learn how to forgive, to forgive yourself first and forgive others. Um, that is a balance that you need for your emotional, mental, and even physical health uh, is to be able to release things that have been uncomfortable or that have hurt you uh, or left you in a, a weaker state of mind. Holding on to that is definitely yeah, a number. Seek help if you need to, or you know, have some older sisters that you can go to and talk to and be free to, to speak um, because you need to get that out of you so that you can heal and go on and do wonderful things for yourself. So self-care, I would say, is huge. Yeah. Um, for you to have that uh, mechanism in place in your life. Um, that is and huge then, and, re and releasing things, you know, that's also huge. You are absolutely yeah. correct, Robin. And then I would say um, for uh, leaving something in the world, in the world around you, um, I would say um, be the change that you want to see mm -hmm. in your family, in your community, in your mm -hmm. state or wherever you are in your workplace to be that change and to um, think about how you can leave things better on this earth than how you found it. That's good. Shirley. I came up with a few things. One of mine, I said, you must love and care for yourself because that's when the best come out. When you first okay. take care of yourself. Also, I have a poster that hangs on my, over my desk in the family room that I fell in love with that says, keep your head, heels, and standards high. I like that. That's good. Yeah. All right, ladies. This podcast has been revealing and uh, for some and instructional for others. So let me leave you with two quotes from unknown authors. The first quote states, quote, I stopped explaining myself when I realized that people only understand from their level of perception. End quote. And the final quote states, quote, the older I get, 
the more I understand that it's okay to live a life others don't understand. Amen. End quote. I like that one. I like that too. Mm -hmm. I do. That's nice. Please remember that it is important to continually connect with others. Be sure to go to airmail.me, that's A-I-R-M-E-L dot M-E, and send cards that tell others how you feel about them. Remember to subscribe to airmail.me and become a mailbird. You'll be the first to know when new cards arrive. Your mailbird status will also notify you when discounts are available. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook at airmail.me, Instagram, airmail underscore me, and Twitter at airmail underscore me. Don't forget to listen out next month for our podcast. Airmail is taking flight. Bye for now. <laughs>